All right, welcome back to the Red Pill Transmission. Now, today's broadcast, in a way, is brought to you by the lovely ladies over at Can We Cult, although they would not have intended it this way. Now, they did an episode, they talked about a Sherry Shriner as a cult leader, which is a term liberals just love to throw around. Uh, we've heard it all before. But, uh, you know, it caused me to take a look at this, uh, at this rather amazing website Miss Sherry Schreiner's put together. She's got so much information on here. And I gotta say, uh, she's got some good points. And she's a real, a real truth teller. You know, she ain't afraid to say what's PC. She's afraid to say what is not real. And that's what I want to see in a savior. I mean, I didn't... Anyway, I, we don't officially call her that, but... I'm just going to pick any random article. Uh, let's see. Sherry Schreiner on Sherry Talk Radio. This is aired December 20th, 2010. Now, this sounds like it's going to hit pretty close to home. The title of this section is... They're targeting my shows to keep me from exposing their plans. And hello, everybody. It's Monday night. You're live with Sheriff Shriner. This, by the way, is a, this is a transcript of a, of a radio show. You're live with Sheriff Shriner, Sheriff Talk Radio. And frankly, surprised to even be given a show tonight. Praise the Lord for that one. You see, I see them targeting my radio shows and trying to shut me up. Amen, sister. We've all been there. And this month has been a real challenge just having a show. They hack my account and mess up all my scripts. These people are coming into her computer and hacking it and messing up her Word documents. Who's they? Well, I think she'll tell us, but you look real deep. You look real deep in your heart. I think you know exactly who they is. They find ingenious ways of doing things, and so I just have to keep an eye on everything. They're going to continue to do so. I don't see any lit up in the near future, certainly. Because they've got a lot of plans and they don't want them exposed. When you expose their plans, they cancel them. You know, so it buys us more time. But it always just delays the inevitable. Because inevitably, everything's going to happen. And we just keep buying more and more time by exposing their plans and delaying them. You know, for the most part, it's usually a good thing. But I know most people are just tired. And you just want to get it on and get it going. But trust me, folks. You don't want randoms and martial law in the wintertime. Ha! <laughs> no, sir. That's bad enough getting put in internment camps. You don't want to be cold. And so that's one reason I have conflicts with myself. Should I announce this? Should I tell them they're going to do that? Because then they'll just delay it, and then we're here forever. But who wants to go through everything in the wintertime? You know, I, that's something I'll say, Bash here. Um... She really has the thing about cold. Like, it's a really big deal to her. Winter, cold. Um, she kind of is not able to do anything once it gets cold. Most likely it's some sort of, you know, deep state sickness that they've put into her DNA. You know, most likely. And that's exactly when the Third Rack did it to the Jews. It was in the winter time when it was cold. Okay, she's really... I mean, I have to say... I love you, Sherry. I, I think that when we're talking about 
rounding up and originally exterminating the Jews. I think the season that they chose it to do it in was really the least of their concerns, but nevertheless, I'd hate to see a complete mirror and repeat. We know it's going to be a holocaust here on our own soil, and it's not going to be a whole lot different than what happened back then. They're using the same pages out of the script. Mmm, script. Comes up again. What we deal with now is a little bit more high-tech, and it's going to lead into more and more high-tech things, eventually leading to the total destruction of this country. Alright. <clears throat> Aliens in the News. Thursday, March 10th, 2011. Comet scares were a cover-up for the Satanists to flee to India. Oh, this is juicy. Here we go. I don't know what the big deal's about. You know, everybody's on the hyper run about March 15th and how there's two comets coming towards the Earth. And everybody run, get in your ships and run to India. Now, folks, I don't know if you remember this, but back 2011, um... There were a couple of comments and people were like afraid they were going to hit the earth. And the number one thing everyone was saying was get in your ships and run to India. Right? Because uh, ships are still a viable means of transportation. The people who were saying this were very budget conscious, remember. Now some of you might be saying if there's comets coming at the earth, first of all, is India... Like, is there really a spark that's going to survive if everything else is destroyed? Uh, second of all, wouldn't I take a plane to get there faster? And I say, what do planes do, stupid? They go up in the air. You're going to be the first one to get hit. Think about it. She goes on to say, I've been quite perplexed by the whole thing. I've been trying to figure it out. No, there's no comets coming. What I'm interested in is why the big cover-up so that they can all run to India. I mean... That's what I'm wondering about. I don't know about you guys. I don't think like normal people do. I've been in this game too long. And I know that there's always something going on in the background. And sometimes the Lord lets me in on that. And other times I'm just as clueless as everybody else. Now, that is humility. That is what you want. That is what you want in a leader. She is humble enough to say, Look, I don't always know exactly what God is doing. I cannot predict every single thing and know the reasons for every single thing. Whereas other people will say, hey guys, I literally know every single thing about everything all the time. And that's how you know she's telling the truth because if she's going to lie, she would say that latter thing. Okay, now, next section. Obama's a mamzer, a soulless being. But I'll tell you what my gut instinct is which is usually more right than other people's information, and, that, and that's there's something going on. There's probably a ritual. Yes. Yes, I agree with you, sister. There's probably a ritual going on. Because notice how quiet Obama's been lately. They haven't even been pushing his clones out lately. They've been pretty much staying home. And that's, you know, that's in the codes I see so much. Obama's shifting. It's unreal. And remember, this guy's not a human. He's not human. He's a mamzer. And in old Jewish terminology, a mamzer is something that was created without a soul. That was a mamzer. And if you look in the dictionary definitions for what a mamzer is, it'll say bastard. Doesn't have a father, doesn't have a creator. And so people think it's just a child born without a father. It's a little bit more literal than that. Because these mamzers are very human looking. They just don't have a soul. Okay, let me break that down for you. Obama, first of all, a mamzer is born to Jewish parents, so 
Obama's Jewish. Just get that out of the way. Um, he was born without a father. Not technically true, but um, he was born without a soul. Okay. Now that's, you see, we have hindsight now. We can see when Trump was coming forward and saying, show us the birth certificate. He was onto something, but we didn't know how deep it went. And so he came up with this phony birth certificate and everybody was like, okay, I'll give up. But what he didn't know at the time, what Mr. DT did not know, is that he was actually picking up on the fact that he did not have a soul. See, he he was thinking he does not have, and then he filled it in with with birth certificate. But well, he he just got the last part wrong. It was actually soul was the answer. Uh, okay, so she says. It's 2011, that's a real sweeping generalization because we have so many different types of being around us that don't have souls. Uh, you just get used to clones, you know, and the whole transhumanist thing popped up. And then you end up being thrown into a whole nother side of reality that's going to be hitting us soon. And so I kind of remember, I kind of mentioned it on my last show, what did I call them? Robots. Machines. Okay, so as you can see here, this is the first instance of the term robots. She made this up. Okay, everyone's like, Isaac Asimov came up with the rules of robotics. Yeah, well, if there's no Sherry Schreiner, there's no, uh, there's no Isaac Asimov. Okay, and if there's no Isaac Asimov, there is no science fiction as we know it today. So think about that. <clears throat> All right, excuse me, folks. I had to take a cough drop. I've had a bit of a, a cold lately, but let's continue on. Here's a good one. How to recognize an android. One way you can tell is they have like a white plastic skin, a plasticky type skin. Not the normal soft human skin. It just looks like plastic or like it's got three inches of Hollywood makeup on it. <laughs> Sounds like, hold on, let me think of someone. Uh, um, okay, so uh, the joke is, sounds like Dolly Parton. It's not the most topical thing, but I'll go with it. Um, so they got plastic looking like some of these actors look. Oh, okay, so she's making the same joke. Uh, there's one way to tell them apart. They walk like us, they talk like us, they, they, they think. Not like us, but they think. And the one part is anything in Satan's kingdom. One of the main features is going to be that they're all just totally narcissistic. Oh, well, good luck. Good luck finding one in Hollywood, am I right? They don't have emotions like we do. They don't feel like we do, but they, you know, they have agendas and they're programmed to do things. They hunt people down. They gather information. They build databases. I talked about database builders before, and I used to run to this Christian chat rooms all the time, and I just stopped going to them. It got so sickening. So these guys are going to the Christian chat rooms. This is me now, and they're taking down all this info, and it's making her sick. So she had to stop going to Christian chat rooms. Not to mention, I got kicked out of all of them anyway, back when I tried to warn everybody that Bush was a Satanist. <laughs> Typical. Everyone freaks out when you accuse the president of being a Satanist. Okay. Now, most people can hear that and laugh because they know, they realize that. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's exactly what I assumed she was going to say. Most people laugh when you say Bush was a Satanist. And the reason is because they already know. Now, uh... 
tell you what, I tried to warn them and they hated me for it. So I said, whatever, you're going to hell. They said, Bush is a Christian and don't put our brother down. I, okay, that's the only thing I take issue with. I don't believe that anyone, except for perhaps Jeb and if they have other siblings, no one outside of their nuclear family has ever referred to George Bush as brother. I just, I just, I mean, I don't have a good reason. I just don't see it. Anyway, I hope these people have woken up by now. I have no idea if they have. Okay. That's the end of that one. So we got uh, androids too. Uh, let's see what we got here. This last, this last one here is called Displaced Project Kids Who Got Thrown Out and Are Targeted Are Today's X-Men. Now you might be thinking, oh cool, I wish I had superpowers, but I have a feeling that this ain't going to be cool. It's going to be more like, remember when Wolverine got his adamantium skeleton put in and a, the claws ripped through his flesh? That was not fun. That was not fun. Here she goes. And coming out of this New World Order, uh, new world order agenda that's taken over uh, over the last 50 years is millions and millions of displaced kids. Cisco Wheeler warned there would be 40 million people, 50 million, that are coming out of these New World Order government My Lab projects, and now they're growing up as adults. And so, you have all these people with memories they can't explain, but they know that they've been through projects and bases. And I'm sure, this is me now, I'm sure some of you listeners out there, if you dig deep down, and you think about it hard enough, you can see somewhere in your subconscious you've been on a base you've been through projects and you are an X-Men now I gotta say maybe this is my bias when I read the title Displaced Project Kids I'm gonna be honest with you listener I thought she was talking about kids in quote unquote the projects right you know what I'm saying okay so Yes. They can name places and people and things. See, the problem is, with mind-controlled conditioning, is it's got like a 25-year lease. Because when people get older, their mind starts to break down from all the torture they're in, and they start to remember. And so you got 50 million kids now that remember. That's right. It's all around us. Look around. There are 50 million people who know they were part of a government weapons project. They were turned into X-Men. Now, you might be saying, 50 million, that's quite a lot. There's, what, like 300 million in America, maybe 330, somewhere around there. Um, so we're talking about like 15%, I don't know. Uh, we're talking about a sizable chunk of the American population. And I say, you're goddamn right. Look around you. Look around you. You'll start to see, is that guy? Have lasers come out of his eyes? Well, no, he doesn't. But do you think maybe when you're not around, he shoots lasers out of his eyes? I don't know. Is there at least a 15% chance? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, let's see. They know how. They know exactly what they've been through. They know that their parents sold them out to these projects. That, you know, they were trained in martial law training or used as sex slaves to presidents and politicians. And they're adults now. All right, so that's the end of that one. Um, but yes, that's the important thing. She barely touches at the end. I'm sure she talks about it later. But a lot of these kids, these project kids, 50 million of them, they're not just turned into weapons. A lot of them were just sold into sex slavery. And specifically to 
presidents and politicians. Oh, no. I think I might have been one of those people. I got some weird dreams sometimes about Reagan that I can't explain. And I know I love the man. But I don't want to love him in that way. And I have these confusing thoughts that make me question a lot of things. And you might be asking, what kind of confusing thoughts? And you know what? I, I think I've said enough. It doesn't matter the details. Um, incidentally, total non sequitur. I just want to remind you that I have repeatedly voted against any type of marriage equality. I have never been one to shy away from discriminatory practices. So just ask yourself, does that man sound like a red-blooded heterosexual? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, boy. Yeah, God. Oh, shit. Uh, red pill out.